Hi, I'm Pastor Wilman Dole. In this next episode, I'll be um, sharing with you a homegoing celebration of a Beulah Mae Talbert, an awesome woman of God uh, that graced our, our church and God gifted us with her. And I'd like to share a little bit about her, okay? So uh, this will be a memorial for her. But when I talked to her daughter, Rosalind, I asked her, um, tell me a little bit about your mom and uh, how did she grow up? Who did she grow up with? What what made her like she was, and she said she was uh, raised by her grandmother. And uh, <laughs> she said her grandmother was a strong black woman, and um, everybody called her grandma, uh, but uh, the ones that was really close to her called her ma. And uh, this was really unique, that uh, what I was told that Beulah was the oldest of three uh, daughters, but she, I don't know how she pulled it off, but they treated her like the baby. All right. Brosnan uh, also said that oh, she recalled it growing up in church. She said uh, some people would say how they remember how their parents were before you know they found the Lord. Brosnan uh, said all I remember is Mama in church and taking us to church. Um, another thought was how how uh, her mother would love to cook ribs, grill ribs on a Saturday to help the church and. Um, and she helped so many people. Then when I talked with Rosalind, uh, not Rosalind, but when I talked to Gwen, Gwen her other daughter, uh, both of them, lovely, lovely representative, representative of Beulah. Uh, they talked about how loving, Gwen talked about how loving she was, how she was a giving person. And I must attest to that. There's so many times <laughs> I would just have to pull Beulah to the side and say, Beulah, you're giving folks too much. You need to, you need to pace yourself. <laughs> I said, you only got so much money, you can be a blessing to people. But um, she definitely was a giver. Uh, both daughters say all they do, all they recall is growing up in church and how their mom would kept them in church. And they recall cleaning the church every Saturday afternoon. And, uh, and they talk about the church that they, they remembered uh, most was uh, uh, harvest, the harvest. Well, it actually was New Harvest Outreach. Uh, with Pastor James Talbot. Actually, that was the brother of her, her late husband and how what an awesome man of God he was. So um, I just want to uh, thank God for her and I'm taking this time to remember her uh, as a mo- monument to her. But this, is, this was her, this was her, um, her flyer, uh, her obituary, where it says, Miss Beulah Mae Talbot was born on April 24th, 1951 in Columbus, Georgia to Hattie Mae Cotton and Dennis Cotton. Both of them preceded her in death. She made her transition to be with the Lord on March 8th, 19, or not 19, but 2022, at Huntsville Hospital with her daughter, Rosalind, by her side. Beulah graduated from Carver High School in Columbus, Georgia, and attended Columbus Technical College. It didn't say, but I, they must have showed her a little bit about cooking, because I'm telling you, she, she brought it with her. She worked at the Fox Army Hospital, and she also worked at Hamilton House and retired at Morningside Assisted Living. She loved her children, grandchildren, family, and friends. She loved hosting family gatherings and serving in hospitality at church and reading her word daily. And that's, that's the truth.
she had Bible studies uh, that you never knew about, but she would have them on the phone. As a matter of fact, I said, I was told that one Bible study she was having, uh, even uh, before her sickness, was with her sister on the phone. But Beulah leaves to cherish her memory, two sisters, or two children, I'm sorry, two children, Gwendolyn Hewitt and Rosalind Biffle, six grandchildren, Derricka Lewis, Darius Lewis, Dominique Lewis, Solomon Stewart, Michaela Biffle, and Mekai Biffle. Five great-grandchildren, two sisters, Annie Bates and Dorsey Moore, and a host of nieces and nephews and cousins and friends. But um, just a beautiful, just a beautiful uh, eulogy, um, a beautiful pamphlet here to, to remember her with a, a lovely picture of Beulah. And um, I just want to honor her with this little time that I've shared with you. So the next thing you hear would be the uh, service, a eulogy service, uh, just a song and then going into the message. But again, we honor Beulah, we honor her family, and we thank the Lord for gifting us with her. Y'all be blessed.
I got loved ones already gone in my searching y'all. I got friends already gone in my searching y'all. I'm standing where you are today right now. My mother and my father is already gone. I know how you feel. Oh, one day I'll see them again. testify I got some loved ones somewhere around the throne amen amen I rise and give honor to the Lord today yeah I give honor to the spirit of Christ I give honor to my darling precious friend and friend of my family Beulah Talbert I give honor to her family who she has raised to be beautiful women and young men her siblings sisters who missed their darling sister, I give honor to the Spirit of Christ. And every minister that's in the house, God bless you. I realize we are on assignment today, amen? And we don't have long, I'm not, I know because the sheriffs have to be out there to protect us when we're going. 
to make sure nobody gets hit. So I, I want to know, I need to know how much time I'm working with. I, we've been having church, and I'm used to having church, but I need to know what I'm working with because it matters to me about you. This, amen. Okay. Time to cut it off? No, keep it going? Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, did they know who they told that to? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we're going to be wise in what we do. Amen. Uh, let's, let's just dive into the scriptures. I honor everything that was said. Every, oh, my goodness. This, this has been such a celebration of my darling sister's life. I remember, if you allow me to just regress, thank you again for allowing me this opportunity to man to speak for her one last time and to speak what she would normally say without apology and to love you like she would normally do without hesitation. One thing I found out about Beulah, if you, if, if, if you, if you, if you pushed her when she needed to tell you what was right and they were going to be a little hard on you, just listen for the, mm. <laughs> she, she put the head down a little bit and say, mm. You would have rather got hit by Mike Tyson <laughs> to, than to suffer what's about to come after the, mm. And she getting ready to lay into you. I used to tell people, can, I used to ask a question, can I love you? And they say, what? I said, can I love you? Said, well, sure, Pastor, you can love me. Because people like to think of love as something mushy and something gooey and something nice. But the scriptures instruct us that we, we chastise those, we, those we, we love. And so when I was asking them, can I love you, I was I really asking permission, can I love you? And what Beulah would do is she would just give you the, mm. that was if you still here when I lift my head, we get ready to dive in. So we thank God for a wonderful woman. She has always been. She found us when we started our church and, and proved herself to be a pillar in the, the ministry and just made a difference so many times. <coughs> As a matter of fact, uh, when I look back, Beulah, was so close to our family, she was the jelly if we were the peanut butter. She was the cheese if we would be the macaroni. She, she, she was. The candy on the apple with the stick. Are you hearing me, somebody? She, she got to be so close to our family when we planned our vacations. We would want to know, is this something Beulah can go on? Once we found out about the walking thing, we had to kind of reel it on in a little bit, you know. But we just really come, come to love her in such a special way. So I'm so thankful. But if you don't mind, let's, let's put on the work hat because I realize it's time to go to the scriptures, if you would. In Psalms 116, verse 15. And, and it is my desire to, to, to have this on, online. Uh, on my podcast, messages from Pastor Will, you'll see Beulah's home going on there. 
and we'll have my brother's song in, in, in this message. So we pray it be a blessing to you. Messages from Pastor Will. But listen to what listen listen to what the psalmist said in Psalms one sixteen verse fifteen. He says, "Precious in the sight of the Lord." Do y'all see it? Precious in the sight of the Lord mm. is the death of his saints. That's it. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. When I read that, I'm just looking for volumes of what to give God's people in, in, in this family in this time of loss. And, and I realized that as, in, as we grew up in a sanctified church, uh, everything is going down but the word. So you need to have the word of God in you. So I'm ready to give you volumes and volumes of scripture that's going to undergird you and keep you and, and hold you and give you something to go back to. But but when I read that, the, the, the spirit just let, let off me and said, OK, now that's what I want you to share with them. Precious in my sight is the death. Of the saint. So what 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 am I gonna what am I gonna do with that, Lord? What what do I do with that with a family that's grieving the loss of their mother, their sister, their they 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 daughter in law? What do I grieve? And, and he said, Well, look it up and see what it says. Go to his original text, see what it says, and then and then then consult the, the word of God. And, and and critical scholarship will show you anybody that's graced in the scriptures. Approach the scriptures with respect and with honor, but you also approach the scriptures with with questions. The one that asks the most questions of the text gets the most answers. Who 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 was the writer talking to and in what context was he talking to it in, and what time was it in and, and, and what scriptures support what's about to happen? And so you begin to ask questions. And so as you read scriptures, as a diamond has facets, it's the scriptures of the word of God. So so it would always humor me whenever uh, someone would tell me that I've been called to the ministry and I and, 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 and how serious they would take it. And they would go and study and study and study and they would have an eight minute message. And it wasn't that they weren't serious. It wasn't that they didn't want to preach for God. It wasn't that, that, that they, they didn't want to give God's people their best. It's that they hadn't learned at this point the questions they asked of the scripture. Because as you ask the right questions, you will find the scriptures will come in and give you the correct answer. Are oh, you hearing me, somebody? So I said, Lord, what, what, what are you saying? Precious. And he said, as you look up the word precious in the original the text, it literally can mean splendid. If you, if you look up the word precious in this original text, highly valued or, or, or to, to, to bring glory or and then the final point, influential. I said, wow, what? Precious, splendid, highly valued. In the sight of the Lord, at the death of his saints. And I said, well. What does the word saint really mean? And when you look up the word saint, it means active practice of kindness from the Lord. Hear me now. When I grew up in the sanctified church, they taught me saint meant something different. Oh, I can't get no help. But 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 you sisters had to wear them long skirts. Y'all know y'all had to y'all had to go down. Y'all had to train your trade your dresses in and y'all had to get the long skirts. Are oh, you hearing me, somebody? Somebody that needed the Mac. I think that's, 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 our, that's our makeup, right, Mac? 
They took your Mac away. Are you hearing me, somebody? Brothers, they made you take off them jeans that was too tight. Are you hearing me? Some of you needed to. Oh, I'm, I'm leaving you alone. But, but, but. They, they, they started messing with your clothes and, and, and there was nothing wrong with that because some of us needed to change our wardrobe for the Lord. Are you hearing me, somebody? But 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 I found we begin to make it too easy for the impersonator of the saint because they thought if they could dress the part and learn the right words to say they could be a saint. But really, when you look at the word saint, it literally means to actively practice, practice the kindness you have received from the Lord. In Jeremiah 31, verse 3, a very familiar portion of scripture, it says, Therefore, therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Wait, 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 what did you say? He said, with loving kindness have I drawn you. So, so if I'm going to be a saint of God, I've got to. Be willing to give someone in my life that don't deserve it. Oh, I got to say that now. Because, because if I just said give someone what God gave you, see, some of us, what I love, sanctify ourselves, going to say, well, but I deserved every blessing I got. But if you were willing to be honest, can you remember a time when you didn't deserve one blessing, but God still blessed you? When you didn't know your way out, God still provided a way out. Oh, you hear me, somebody? Let's go. Let's go to Romans chapter five. I, I, let's just read that because that's that's a very interesting point. Because we believe sometimes people need to earn our blessing. Are you hearing me? Hmm. I want to, hmm, I want to dive in. Let's go around about verse six. For we, for when we were without strength in due time, what? Christ died for the ungodly. Are you there? For scarcely for a righteous man would one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, some would even dare to die. But somebody say, but. It said, but God demonstrated his own love towards us in that while we were what? Yet or still sinners, Christ died for. He didn't wait till we got right to help us. He gave us help to get right. What does that mean, brother preacher? Well, well, well. I need to stop waiting till somebody say they sorry before I decide I'm going to forgive them. Oh, it's going to be tight a little bit, but it's going to be all right. We seem to think folk need to. Folks need to qualify for us to bless them, but we don't understand your Christian faith is the only way to practice your faith is to find what God gave you that you didn't deserve. Find somebody in your life that don't deserve something. That means somebody didn't do you right. All right. That's what that means. Somebody that didn't do you right. Find somebody. That's not a hard search, is it? <laughs> Pastor, don't make me think about that one. Find that person and then turn around and bless them. 
with the concept, Lord, this is how you gave me what I didn't deserve. I want to be a blessing to them as an act of my relationship with you. Can you imagine what the world would be if more church folk would operate in that way? Can you imagine how families would move forward if we would operate in that way? Can you imagine how the world would be? Come on, somebody. If we would just if they could see the church, not even the world doing it, if they could see the church doing it. So I dive into this verse because I want you to understand this is the acid test of the believer. You you you're not really walking out your faith until you given somebody something they didn't deserve. Cut your mat off and let's find God and release them. Are you hearing me, somebody? I can't stand them. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that tell me, isn't there something in my life? That the God of my salvation can look back and say, I can't stand what Will McDowell did. But he still graciously woke me up that morning. Are you hearing me? When you can begin to cut your mad off and say, you know what? Lord, you know what? It don't even matter what they did. Because it's not bigger than what you did. It's not bigger than how much you love me. Are you hearing me, somebody? And so and that's how Beulah lived her life is she learned to let folk go. She learned to let folk go. She learned to let people go ahead and move on and let's live this life. And she learned that. Now, there was a time as a pastor, I walked her through something that was a little tough. It was a little tough. And she was holding on to it. And I was like, Beulah, we got to let that go. But pastor, I just got a problem. I just got a Beulah. Can you look back at your life and find something God could have had a problem with? And he let it go for you. And, and it helped her to release someone she really loved, but she had a problem with what was going on in their life. And we need to understand, we need to stop changing on folks because of whatever they're going through. When God puts us in people's life, he puts us in people's life so we can help them go through what they're going through. Not change on them because they happen to be going through something. Are you hearing me, somebody? God bless you with the family you got because they got the fortitude. If they would just release what you've done, wrap their arms around you and say, you know what? We got you. Come on, let's go. Let's do this. And I'm telling you, and, and, and life became better. And she began to say, you know what? Things are better now. And I said, you know what? Things will be better because when we practice our faith, our faith begins to prove itself in our lives. Are oh, you hearing me, somebody? And so, so let's go a little bit further. So the, the, the saint is, should, should active, actively be practicing what they've received of the Lord. So now how the Lord categorizes the saint is by how we do that. He doesn't categorize the saint by what we don't do, by what we don't wear, by what, we, by what, by what, what shingles is on our church. He categorizes the saint by how we live out his Commandment, his new commandment. That's how he categorized. That's how he knows who his saint is by how we walk out that new commandment. Are oh, you hearing me, somebody? Can we go a little bit further? In, in Second Chronicles, verse six, chapter sixteen, verse nine. Let's go to that real quick. I want to read it to you because I want to show you the li- the Lord looking. Look at your neighbor. Say, Lord looking. Sometimes I, I believe we forget. <laughs> the Lord looking, but he's looking. Look at your neighbor and say, he's looking, y'all. Chapter 16, verse 9. Because I want you to understand, 
He's not looking for folks that done something wrong, but he was trying to look for somebody he can prove his life, prove himself in their life. He said, for the eyes of the Lord. Are you there? For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Somebody say the whole earth. To show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. The, Lord, the Bible says the Lord eyes are running to and fro throughout the earth to find somebody that's willing to walk out their faith in every area of their life by loving the way Christ loved. That's how he's going to prove his love in your life is when you begin to walk that out, when you begin to show that you can forgive even though other folk can't forgive you, then the Lord said, now nah, I can prove myself through you. I've been going to and fro. I wanted to bless Sister Acorn, but she couldn't let it go. I wanted to bless Brother, brother, brother uh, Cucumber, but he couldn't let it go. But because you could let it go, I want to prove myself in your life. And you're going to find yourself getting blessed when other folk didn't think you should be blessed, not because you were so good, but because you practiced out your faith and giving somebody something they didn't deserve. Are you hearing me, somebody? Let's wrap this up. So now, so, so, so here, the eyes of the Lord are going to and fro, looking in every place to see who he can manifest himself of and see how I can show who really sanctified by how they live their life. Are you there? So as we look at the scripture, the final thing of that word splendid means, watch this, influential. What? He says, precious in the sight of the Lord. Is the death of the saint. Not, not, not just pressure, but influential. What, wait a minute, Lord, what, what do you mean? Influential actually means the death of his saints have the ability to influence multitudes. Catch this. And I said, Lord, how? The death of his saints, this it has the ability to, to influence multitude. And, you know, the Lord is all about fruitfulness. The Lord is all about harvest. The Lord is all about gathering in. And so after allowing you to live your life for him and to spread your seeds of love and to, to live your life the way you need to live it. So now you have consistently been living your life for the Lord and sharing your love for the Lord and sharing what's right and sharing what you should do and sharing how we need to let it go and sharing we can't stay mad about that and we, we need to go on and forgive them and, and we say, Mama, I ain't going to be no fool and I ain't going to let nobody do this to me. And Anybody know what I'm talking about? But she said, baby, this ain't right. It ain't worth that. And, and she keeps letting you know. And, and he said, by constantly doing that, when the person or the saint dies, now what happens as we're sitting in this seat, their life is amplified in our hearts. The thing that they've been saying is amplified in our hearts. See, 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 I'm a parent, and, 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 I, and, and, and see, you ain't a parent until you get grown kids. <laughs> See, you think you're a parent while they run around here like that all cute. That's easy, y'all. <laughs> now, I, look, it ain't easy, easy, because, I mean, them diapers do stink. Are oh, you hearing me, somebody? And they do keep you up late at night. But I'm just saying, that's as easy as it. Can any old school come, come behind me and say amen, somebody? Amen. See, until you got grown kids, you don't even really know why, why you really need to pray. 
See, because when you were young, see, you thought it was just going to be fine. But when you got grown kids and saw that they was just as crazy as you was when they, as they. Oh, my God. Now, I, I got to pray. And so now, 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 as a grown-up, you're praying for your children because they're out there doing grown folk stuff. And, and it's something about kids that have the ability to do grown folk stuff. When the parents trying to tell them something, you, you say, yeah, 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 mama, daddy, mama, I know, I, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And, 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 and see, y'all getting away with stuff that I, I, I couldn't get away with. I didn't have the ability to say, when my daddy said something, yeah, 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 uh -huh. I, I would have wound up in a corner over there somewhere. Asking, who, 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 what happened? <laughs> but, 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 but because we're in different times, we, 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 we hear, yeah, yeah, uh -huh, okay, I know. I'm going to be all right, Mom. It's going to be all right. You don't understand. This, this is a different day now. But you ain't understanding what mama's trying to tell you and what daddy's trying to tell you. It may be a different day, but the same devil. It's a different day, but the, the devil ain't changed his strategies. And the Bible said we are not ignorant concerning his devices. And mama want to warn you, baby, the devil's out trying to get you. And he's trying to bring you on in here. And you need to do what I'm trying to tell you because it's right in the sight of God. Are oh, you hearing me, somebody? So it amplifies your voice to your children, to your husband, to your wife, to your friends, to your neighbors, to your co-workers. The death of a saint voice is amplified as they lay here. I say, Lord, how is it amplified for your influential glory? He said, because they were willing. Lord loved to talk to me like this. He said, they were willing to season their life with the consistency of what I said do. See, you ain't live for Jesus unless you're willing to season your life. With the consistency of what he said to do. Oh, not just when it's Sunday, but, but not just when you all right and you happy, but not when the money's coming in. And what I love about Beulah, Beulah, if y'all don't mind, can I just shake a little salt on here? Because you know something worse than salt giving me to come on this thing in just a little bit, right? And she ain't in here. She ain't in here. But Beulah seasoned her life with the consistency. Mama never got tired of telling you what mama told you. Yeah, you heard it time and time again. Yeah, yeah, believe me. I, look, I'm telling my kids the same thing, and I get the same, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh, I, I know that, but this is different now. I know, yeah, but I'm trying to tell you. And, 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 and as a person seasoned their life with the consistency of what God said, yeah. now it's amplified in the heart of the listener. Because now mama ain't talking no more. But the voice is still speaking. I'm and now are you going to find what mama used to say? You're going, you're going, it's going to be just like she's still there. <laughs> and you're going to laugh at this old bald head preacher because you say, 
Pastor, that's mama. In the season, seasoning of her consistent walk with Jesus. Amen. Telling me to forgive when I didn't want to forgive. And to let go when I didn't want to let go. And to get up when I wanted to stay down. And to stand when other folk was with fold. Can anybody today thank God for a woman that was willing to season her life? She wasn't worried about whether you agreed with her. <laughs> she didn't worry about what you thought about her. She didn't worry about, she didn't worry about anything. Beulah had a way of just putting her blinders on and doing what Beulah do. And if Beulah wanted to help you, you gonna get some help. I remember I was, I, I said, Beulah, I heard you say help, did help some such and such. Yeah, I, I just had to do such and such. But Beulah, didn't you help somebody else this last week? Yeah. And this, but then you just, didn't you open your checkbook again? Yeah, but you know. And I said, well, Beulah, listen, you aren't the only one the Lord can use. <laughs> you aren't the only one the Lord can use to help folk now. Yeah, I know, Pastor, but she was always... Because she believed that old song, you can't be God-given. Yeah. When it looked like a job wasn't paying enough, money came from somewhere else. Yeah. Didn't even know how, how in the world I thought that. No, no, money's still coming. Yeah. Oh, here comes something else. And, and, and because God always had a way of those that would be consistent in walking out their faith. Today, as, as we wrap this up, if you want your life to mean something to those you love, season it with the consistency of doing what Jesus said, doing how Jesus would do, not being popular, but being present with the Holy Ghost. Every head bowed just for a minute. Father God, I've done all that I can do today. Under the sound of my voice of those that have loved Beulah from the start. Some have come to love her because of her awesome life. I would just ask that right now, Lord, that you would just tickle the heart. Show them it's time to bring it on in. As the apostle says, you, the, the payment has already been laid. The foundation has already been laid for you to be saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost and to run for the Lord with all your life and to be a light that represents someone that knows Jesus. If you're under the sound of my voice and you know that you've been graced with so many times the Lord spoke to you through my darling sister. How you just need to get right with God, baby. God's going to work it out. But I, I don't see how God going. I don't see how God going to work it out if because your fear is see if you give your life to God, you can't be the person you used to be that can do it the way you do it. But see, if you don't understand the way you've been doing it, got you into what you in. And God just wants you to know if you would just trust him and let him do it the way he does it, it'll bring you out. Yeah. 
And that's all Beulah been trying to tell you all your life. If you under the sound of my voice, and not just Beulah, but maybe somebody, not, not just a Beulah loved one, but somebody that knew Beulah as a friend or a co-worker, and you just realize that, you know what? Too many times you've been speaking to me, Holy Spirit, about changing what I do and how I act. And today I hear you arresting my heart to come on back to you. If you're under the sound of my voice and you know that this is the ample time, the right time to give your life back to Jesus, to give your life over to Jesus, to confess your sins and, and know that he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If you're under the sound of my voice and you want to make it right with God on such a memorable day as a home going of my darling sister. Without apology, without shame, without without you closing your eyes and wondering if anybody's going to see you. No, no. I want everybody to open your eyes. Open your eyes. And I want you to look around because you're about to make a confession for the Lord Jesus because of a life that would live in front of you. And you're not ashamed about it. And matter of fact, because of you not being ashamed, that's going to be my conviction in living this. But didn't, didn't you recommit your life back at the builder's home? Going, I sure did. And been running for him ever since. Didn't you say you're going to do better? Yeah, I sure did. And I'm not ashamed of it. And I didn't do everything right, but I'm still walking with him. Are you hearing me, somebody? And if, if we as preachers would preach more, because sometimes I didn't learn this until I got in the middle of it. Everybody we talking to, including us, ain't going to do everything right. But there's still a place in the kingdom for us. And there's still a place in ministry for us if we confess he's faithful and just and cleanses. And puts you on a path as if you've never done it and you just don't do it again. Are you hearing me, somebody? While everybody's looking and you want to make a confession today, I'm making an open confession that I'm realigning my life with God. I'm coming to God for the first time. And, and, and I just want to say, you know what? Today, I'm rededicating my life. Just elevate your hand. It's, it's no shame to it. Matter of fact, we applaud your courage. Amen. Hand going up here. Hand going up here. Hand going up here. Hand going up there. Hand going up. Look, hand going up there. This is a testimony to the life that was before you. The Bible says all heaven rejoices over one soul that repenteth. Yeah. All of heaven. Did it say it? Yeah. Why do they rejoice? Why? Because, because God sees eternity. Yeah. And when that hand goes up sincerely, guess what happens? God can look in eternity and see the flame with your name on it that was in hell and see it extinguished. Oh, you didn't know there was flame with somebody's name on it, did you? Somehow you ought to know it the way you've been living. You, you act like you didn't care. Guess what? But when that hand goes up sincerely, God recognizes. Shh. Matter of fact, no judgment. Who got a cigarette lighter? No judgment. I promise. No judgment. Everybody say no judgment. Cigarette lighter. Need one in three seconds. Two seconds. One. Where is it at? Thank you. Thank you so much. Lord, let you bring that one, brother. Thank you. Because the preacher needed it. Inhale. All of heaven can see that person's name on it. They're doing whatever they want to do, doing big what they're big enough to do. May be called a title in the church, may not, never even went to church. But inhale, their name is on this flame. And today, from the sincerity of their heart, 
Oh, not just you saying it because the preacher has you say it, because the flame keeps burning. You've been in church too many times and said it too many times, the flame kept burning. But today, 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 you meant something. And when hell looks over and sees, Gabriel bro pulls out the trumpet. They don't know, but they got a new dancer up there now. And she got good feet. <laughs> and she got good knees. And she got a good shot. Ha! Hey! And I can see him say, who's the new girl? If you lift it up your hands, it starts with the hand, but it, it just starts. Find somebody that you spiritually trust and let them lead you into, into a real walk with God. Amen. We got to go and put Beulah's body in the ground. But Beulah's not there no more. Amen. The reason we walk the way we walk is because one day we're going to have to go the same way. And we won't weep like nobody has hope. But we're going to celebrate the life of our darling sister. Amen. And if you want to celebrate her life, can you give God a round of applause for allowing you to know her, to be with her? Come on, come on. Give, I mean, come on. Give God a round of applause. Lord, thank you so much for knowing her, for being able to shop with her, eat at her table, go to church with her, get her godly advice. Some of us still got stuff in our house that she gave us. Some of us still wearing stuff that she gave us. Oh, you hear me, somebody? So, oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. You used her too many times. And we want to say thank you. One testimony I have that when I was asking her daughters about it, they said, I, I can't remember no time when mama didn't take us to church. What a testimony. Some folks send their kids to church. Mama took us to church. Gwen said she had us clean the church every Saturday. <laughs> and then somebody, one of them told me, and, and, and look, and mama would cook that, that barbecue on Saturday. And, and look, Beulah always had a secret weapon. She would come in, you nobody would know who she is. And she would just love on folk. And she would find herself on to the hospitality committee. And she'd be the new one. She's the new girl on the blog. She's the new sister on the blog. And then, then they would ask, who, who, who want to cook something? I'll cook, I'll be glad to. And that woman get in that kitchen, started moving them pots around, and you recognize you are in the presence of someone anointed to cook for the kingdom of God. I don't know what they eat up there, but I tell you what, Beulah might be looking over somebody's shoulder and say, hey, shake a little bit more in that. Put, put a little turkey neck in there, Beulah. I don't know if pork make it up there, but uh, I hope it do, hallelujah. Come on, give God a praise. God bless you. I'm ready to give it back to our officials. Amen.
I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, as the weeks go on, the months go on, Lord God, that they release any mm. unforgiveness. Yes, Lord. That they release any resentment. Yes, that Lord. That they release any bitterness. Yes, Lord. That they release any words that are said that bothers them, Lord mm. God. They release it and don't hold on Thank to you, it, Jesus. Now let your peace, mm. Lord Jesus, that surpasses all understanding, yes. rest and reign in their minds, Lord God. Peace <laughs> as they sleep. Peace and rest. Mm. Peace in their house. Peace and rest. I thank you and I praise you, Lord, for your love and your kindness and your mercy as we speak years and so much for taking the time to listen to the homegoing celebration of our dear friend and sister and grandmother and mother and uh, pillar of my, my, oh, my old church, Beulah Mae Talbert. I tell you, she really made a difference with our, with our ministry, really made a difference with our lives. And isn't that what you want? There's an old song that says, if I can help somebody. And it goes on to say, if I could help somebody in a word or a song, then my living would not be in vain. So Beulah was someone that definitely helped many folk. You make sure in the name of Jesus, you go out and help somebody and be a blessing. God bless you. I love you. And uh, let's get this out to as many folks as we can. And let's celebrate Beulah's life and why she lived for Jesus. God bless you.